Hey, yo! Welcome to the Art and Span Show podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. It's brought to you by Cheryl Light Shoe Repair. Check them out online at CherylLightShoeRepair.com. Specializing in not only all brand new boots, but fixing your old boots and all things leather. So, you got a leather jacket that's all ripped up. Maybe you got some boots that uh, you need re-dyed or put back together. Let Cheryl Light Shoe Repair do that for you. Big shout out to Travis and Sarah. Over 70 years of experience in downtown Charlotte at Charlotte Shoe Repair. And with fall and winter... Pretty much here. Summer's over, people. And uh, you're going to want to make sure that your feet are protected from the fall and winter elements. Whether you're uh, going hunting, whether you're just, you know, uh, dancing around in the woods, whatever you do on the weekends, I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to tell you if you're looking for some foot protection, uh, check out charlotteshoerepair.com and uh, tell Travis and Sarah that we sent you. I love my Thoroughgood boots. I'm not going to lie. Not only do they make me a couple inches taller, but they make me feel manly and they make me feel fancy. And I love them. Uh, I love a made in the U.S products. And Charlotte Shoe Repair has plenty of that. Get all the details, check out the inventory and what they specialize in again at charlotteshoerepair.com. All right, today on the podcast, special guest, Nikki Misery from New Year's Day. Uh, this interview was from last week at the world famous machine shop in Flint. Stopped through there to talk to Nikki about uh, being a part of the band since 2011, uh, seeing the growth of New Year's Day, uh, having that huge hit shut up and now come for me. That is uh, their next single off their new album, Unbreakable, and so much more. It was great to talk to him. Really uh, easy to talk to. I love doing the interviews to where it's like I hit the record button. Next thing you know, 15 minutes have gone by and we're just having a conversation, uh, which is rare in the interview industry. It's very easy to uh Sort of be like, I guess, uncomfortable because you're just like sitting and you're talking to a stranger, but you're trying to make it conversational. But with uh, Nikki, it was super easy. It was honestly one of my favorite interviews. So uh, thank you so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Make sure that you like, subscribe, all that Internet stuff. And uh, check out this episode with Nikki Misery from New Year's Day live at the Machine Shop on the Art and Span Show podcast. Thank you. And we are in the machine shop trailer. That sounds super fancy. It's pretty sweet. And I heard <laughs> it's a very confined space in here. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of room. I think before you guys leave, you have to sign. It's like a requirement. I mean, looking there, there's a MCID, which is highly suspect. There's some other ones you know, on there. But yeah, it's like it. And what does that sign say? It says, confined space, enter by... Sperm only. There you go. That's it. <laughs> we have Nikki That's Misery here <laughs> from New Year's Day. What's going on, man? How are you? Oh, man, I'm, I'm living dreams out here in Flint. You know, it's good to be back. Last yeah. time I was here was with uh, Hell Yeah and Escape the Fate. Wow, okay. And that was a night. I mean, I got to hear all the stories about it. It was fantastic. And yeah. like, the next day was like a recovery day. Yeah, I bet. Absolutely. But yeah, no, no. Flint did be dirty, and I was very happy with it. Now, the Hell Yeah stop was, was here at the shop then. Yes. And yeah. then that was with you know with the whole band, including Vin- so uh, uh, the late, great Vinny Paul. We have to hear a Vinny story then. I'm sure you have one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, one of, one of the best was like, so it was one of the festivals we played with them. And... Um, you know, he was doing his whole barbecue, and, like, one of his guys was like, hey, well, you want to come take a shot on the bus? I was like, yeah. So, like, we're sitting there just on the bus, and, like, the bus street looks at something like a, like the 70s, which was, yeah, you know, everything. Yeah, because he had hope. his own signature bus. Yeah. Yeah. And it was super sick, and then they had, like, you know, this Kiss stuff there. And me, I'm a huge Kiss fan, so me and, like, Jeremy Valentine, the guitar player at the time, mm-hmm. were looking like, oh, wow. We just hear this voice behind me. It's like, yeah, Gene gave me that. Well, we look back, we're like... Whoa! <laughs> we're like, hey, what's up, man? Sorry, we're not intruding. He's like, no, no. He's like, you guys want a shot? What are you drinking? I'm like, yeah. hey, whatever you're pouring. And he God. just looks at me. He's like, I like that answer. I'm like, my man. We had this little moment, like, 
That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And and obviously, you know, sharing the same stage as him and, and the legacy that he left behind, there's so many great drinking stories with Vinny. So many. And not only that, but the nicest man alive stories, too. Absolutely. You and know. what a chef, too. Yeah. My yeah. Lord. Yeah, I heard his barbecue was on point. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely the, delicious. When you, when you think about, like, being a musician and being, you know, around so many people obviously you have your rough days you have your tough days is it hard because we were just talking about you know you thinking that you had a day off the next day and you gotta you gotta go back to work how do you separate like the work from the play because it seems like when Vinnie Paul's around or someone you know of that nature and they want to drink and party do you have to sometimes turn it down and how hard is it to do that no I, I <laughs> me personally I'm not one to turn it down okay um I, I do like I yeah I'm not one to turn it down you yeah. just you only got one life, man. Right. You know, you only here. There's only so many chances Vinnie Paul's going to ask you to have a drink with them. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm I'm glad I was able to. Yeah. And that but that goes with anybody, you know, like I don't care who they are, like they might be nobody today, somebody right. tomorrow, you know, like we're all on the same level. Yeah. You know, like we're all here doing the same thing. So uh yeah, I just like to have a good memory. And if I lose it, I like a good story the next day. Yeah, there you go. So you guys are here in Flint uh, off of the new album. You had Shut Up, which was a huge release for you guys. Insane. Yeah. And it's, wow. you know, we're playing it on Q106. And then, you know, it, it seemed like that song kind of came and it just blew up, like took you guys to another level. Yeah. You know, now I know you've been with the band since 2011. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Like late, late 2011. The band's been going hard for a while. Yeah. What is it like, I mean, being from 2011 on and even, you know, obviously, knowing the history of the band before to finally get to that point where you turn the song and you hear your song that you helped create it's absolutely insane and, and I was telling I forgot who I was telling but like I, I still don't believe that like there's all this success everyone's like yeah. oh my god what's it like to be you know in this I'm like I don't know the, the same yeah. you know the <laughs> yeah. only thing is just I'm just at home less which is cool so it's starting to look like it Yeah, <laughs> but like I'm I'm honest with you like, like I don't see it like that I just yeah. focus on like the work you know what's in front of me you know people around me yeah and uh just have a good time while i'm here but it is insane though for a song especially like shut up too because i remember at first we were a little nervous to release it and i hate saying that because i always mm -hmm. want to be like every song we released like just middle right. fingers like up full like, force yeah this is us yeah but, i mean like shut up was was so in such a different direction you know compared to new year's day yeah and all of a sudden you didn't see us looking all like like beat up drag queens anymore you mm -hmm. know and we, we had like a color in our face, which kind of goes with like the whole vibe of Unbreakable. But then you, you see what it looks like to be this new band, but still like just giving that same punch. And I, I just, I don't know. I love that, you know, also yeah. giving the unexpected. You know, with that song too, it's, it is a different vibe from, you know, even like the, the song Come For Me, which you guys just put a video together for in September. And I yeah. want to talk about that. But what made you guys decide to go with that? I mean, obviously there's record labels and blah, blah, blah. And people talking in your ear. Oh, you should play this. You should make this the single. Was it the band kind of came together and was like, this song stands out so much. Let's push it. Uh, oddly enough, I remember like we all loved the song. Mm -hmm. You know, when I first when I first heard it done, I was like, "Holy shit, that's a banger!" And I was mm -hmm. like, "Really? I thought you would hate it." I'm like, "No, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm about this." And uh, she's like, "The label wants, you know, the label's thinking like maybe we should do this yeah. as one of the singles." I was like, "Yes, yeah, let's do yes. it. Let's let's put it out." Yeah, and it's like one of those things that you're so confident. And, like the next day, like. Wait, wait. Right. <laughs> did, did, are, are we like, you know, are we blindsiding them a little yeah. too much? But at the same time, like, I also love that excitement. And it also kind of like made you a little bit more ballsy, too. Right. Well, yeah, like, taking a risk. I mean, that's a huge risk. Yeah. And was like, well, you guys are putting out a poppy song. And at the same time, we're like, oh, genres. Why right. don't we just make music and just be a kick ass band? Yeah. Rather than focus on whatever minute 
genre you have, like your Nintendo metal core gothy, right? Whatever label they want to put out, like yeah, they're having to just make good tunes. If you vibe with it, rock out. If you yeah. don't. Hey, right. The hey. Now you guys have come for me, which uh, I watched the video very and obviously Quentin Tarantino vibes. Today. Oh, absolutely. It, it, the yeah. most Quentin Tarantino yeah. vibes. I have to ask, how much fun was it to make that music video? Because it seems like it was a blast front to back. It was absolutely. Uh, honestly, like me personally, I hate doing videos. I hate photo shoots. You mm-hmm. know, like. Well, it's a lot of sit down and hurry up and wait, right? Yeah, and, and not only that, it's like it's like fake play your instrument. I'm like, yeah, okay, <laughs> you know, like. You're gonna count me in, but no. This one was so much fun to do. Like, the, like once Ash started bringing up, like, her original concept was like, I want to do like a vampire strip club, you know, like in Dust Till Dawn. I'm like, oh, yeah. we could be like in mariachi suits. Just like, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> so we started like watching Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, all, like the Robert Rodriguez movies, all the Tarantino stuff, and like trying to mash as much together. Yeah, and also like one of those like, just awful B sci-fi movies. That, yeah, that but it had know? that sort of like almost, you know, and obviously you mentioned from Dust Till Dawn, but like this '80s vibe to it, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's awesome. And it's so crazy because right now everybody's doing '80s stuff. Yeah. Like we didn't notice. Like we went to uh, the Horror Nights in Orlando, and it was all just. 80s. Oh, you went reference. to the Horror Nights? Dude, it was so <sighs> sick. It's like a dream. It was so is sick. Is it scary or is it more like, like it, because the Horror Nights, it seems like it's like more of a play on like, oh, look at all this cool stuff. Is there scariness it, to it? It's both. It's oh, okay. both. Okay. They, they got, um, it, it's been a little too jam-packed, so you see the scares coming. Like, oh, but that was sick. Though. Yeah. But every now and then they have some people that get you and like, Although, like, I'll walk, you know, cool the whole time. Yeah. Most of the time, I, in my heart, I was like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Inside, you're crying, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside, yeah. I, was, I was... I think I, like, butt dialed my mom a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> now, you guys I'm have... Cool. <laughs> you guys have a big tour coming up. Uh, I talked to Travis from In This Moment, yeah, and yeah. you guys are hitting the road with them in Hailstorm, correct? Yeah. Doing yeah. it overseas. Hey, bringing that tour to overseas. We did That's that crazy. whole tour, like, all around U.S., pretty much all of last year. Yeah. And now we're taking it across the pond. I hate the people that complain and say that the U.S. never gets those kind of shows to where if they would just look at the calendar and see that it came through town because yeah. you'll see like a lot of great shows like Download Festival and you're like oh my God. the lineup is insane but I mean with a tour like this I mean it's obviously female led and I'm sure you've had enough of the what's it like being in a band with a female member like it should be treated the same but th- just exactly. that whole package as one that's a huge tour it's, it is it's insane and what's the the best part is that everybody is awesome yeah there's no in there like nobody's like like well, I mean <laughs> Pun intended. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> they like like nobody's nobody's rude. Nobody's above each other. Everyone like treats you with respect and yeah. like it, it's very like humbling and refreshing too. Because I've toured with bands like who aren't even up to that and they yeah. treat you like garbage and they have this ego. It's like you're right. not that cool to have right. this. Like, well, and I think it comes down to like it, it's just, you know we had talked about treating touring like a regular job and it's just like having a regular job to where it's like you have to deal with that all the time yeah. and it sucks when that but when you're in those situations because i'm sure you've had them what do you do to kind of like because you're stuck on the road with these people mm-hmm. how do you how do you deal with that i mean when you look at such an awesome experience like in this moment of hailstorm and everybody's cool how do you handle it on the opposite side of the spectrum it, it's different sometimes we'll uh we'll try to tough it out as long as we can sometimes we just say oh, this and now it's like <laughs> yeah no yeah. we don't need this and, and even if, if it was a big tour it's like you know respect for human beings is more important and uh let's try to expose these people any way we can even right. if for some reason, I don't know why we you, we can't just be like this person's a dishhead. Don't mm-hmm. support them. Yeah. Um, but you know. Well, and it seems like too, like in this industry, and it's you know not to compare radio to the music world, but they're kind of similar in the sense to where when you're a public figure, like you're supposed to automatically hold yourself back and not 
give your opinion on people that are sad. It's I don't, like, I don't no. get that one like, bit. No, yeah, no, no. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. So you guys have big plans, obviously, tonight at the shop. The tour is going to continue. Uh, you've got the overseas. And then what's what's uh, New Year's Day 2020 looking like? I know uh, early February we have some stuff that we can't announce yet, but we're pretty okay. much going back over the pond. <laughs> and then um, I believe it's either March or April we actually have a headliner out in Australia. Oh, wow. Which is crazy because just last year we, uh, we had our first time in Australia, did the Australian Download Festival. Yeah, and uh, they're already bringing us back. That's like awesome. Headline, and it's like, well, how is yeah. that? Like, like oh, you like us? You really like us? Yeah. What is one thing that every new band should know if they end up going to Australia? What is one thing that you would love to tell them that maybe you had to learn the hard way? I don't know. I didn't have to learn anything the hard way. No. I mean, don't don't go kick the wildlife. Yeah. You know. But I heard. I mean, thank God I have to learn that. Yeah. I heard the people are awesome there. No, the people were way rad. Yeah. It was super cool. Like it was so much fun. I always love going to different countries because it's like you're going to like this different little world that's kind of similar to yours. But yeah. Like everything's just a little bit different. Uh, but no, it was super cool. Yeah. I mean, get some sleep on a plane because that jet lag. It's a long flight. Yeah, yeah. How long is it? I believe that one was 18 hours from where we were. Yeah. What do you do? Because like I've never, I, the longest flight I've had, I think, was like to Vegas. So oh, it was really? Like, you know, it was like four hours. Uh, being from California, there's there's certain shops that sell delicious candies that'll knock you right out. There you go. And uh yeah. That's what I try to do. Uh, some of our band doesn't do well on flights, mm-hmm. and they'll try to wake me up during that time, which I'm then incapable. So I'm yeah. like, I'm so sorry. You're on your own. Yeah. And once you, you go on the out. edible trip, you're gone for yeah, a couple yeah. hours. That's it. Yeah. That's I it. would feel like the worst thing that could happen, and I hope I'm not setting you up for a bad trip, <laughs> but I feel like the worst thing that could happen is you take too many edibles, and then you're stuck in a steel cage of a plane. Has that ever happened? They, ha- they have one. They have, they have one. I, I, I was ready. I was ready to <laughs> done for, for the night. Yeah. You know, so I took my edibles and, um, you know, Ash, of course, didn't. Mm-hmm. She doesn't do that. You know, she likes to stay awake, aware. Yeah. If anything can happen, she could, you know, maneuver her way right. to safety. And, uh, but there was like so much turbulence, but I could not be woken up. And I just oh remember her like God. pushing me and like crying, going like, not really like crying, but like, I don't know what to do. Like, like there's so much. And I'm, yeah, <laughs> you're just incapacitated. I remember just being like, like, there's, like this retarded zombie just yeah oh just, my gosh you know. yeah that's crazy and then, like it's, it was almost like like the boat ride from uh from willy wonka like by the time you land like, oh, like, <laughs> yeah ah, well, i'm well rested yeah I look back and i got this the most hateful just stare. wide eyes yeah. like they've just been through vietnam yeah. yeah well we're excited for the show tonight obviously unbreakable in stores now make sure that you pick that up you've got this shut up which is doing great We've got the other single, uh, you know, Come For Me, which is doing great. We're excited to see what happens in 2020. Man. I'm ready, man. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Pleasure was all mine, brother. Awesome.